What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Get out your double white straws. It's time for Boba. Oh, that Boba tried to kill me. Nerding Out with Ravi presents... BobaCast. It's a nerd, not Boba Cast. Hey-o. Book of Boba Fett, Chapter Three: The Streets of Mos Espa. You know, at first I wasn't sure about this uh, theme song at Ep One. Oh yeah, you were questioning. It's really growing on me. Ludwig. It's really growing on me. Okay. Love me some Ludwig. I know he's your favorite. He's my favorite by far. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the new intro? Intro. Oh, I loved it. I think it's great. It's awesome. Good stuff. Thank you, John Frost. Mm -hmm. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. We would love it if you would subscribe. Yes, so that you is know very important. What we're doing when the new episodes are dropping. It doesn't matter what platform you want to subscribe on either. You can subscribe on uh, Apple, Spotify, uh-huh. iHeartRadio. Okay, wherever you want, doesn't matter. Just hit the button. Also, leave us a review if you're so inclined. Mm-hmm. Any anything new lately? Yeah, Tim? actually, uh, quite a bit lately. Great. We have one from. Uh, See Rocks 11 that says, I love how real they are and share their insight. Uh, got one from, this was really fun, Web Girly said, love the show and caught up on episodes from November to February in the drive to Tahoe. I guess they went to okay. Lake Tahoe. Sure. Kept me awake the whole time. Favorite ep so far was your picks to replace characters leaving shows and movies. The whole crew is great. Love the podcast to accompany my WandaVision watching. So that, okay. is, the, that is by far my favorite part about podcasting is we get messages all the time. Hey, I just finally saw WandaVision. I went back and listened okay. to your episodes. So I'm trying to come up with some sort of way that we can catalog things for people a little bit differently mm-hmm. so that okay. they can find these. So this is like the WandaVision. Right. I'm working this on is, it. Okay. And, uh, what a great idea. But I love I love that people are, are finding those episodes When did still. they leave that review? Because... Saturday. This past Saturday. Picking characters to replace, that's older than dirt. Yeah. It's super That's old. That's years old. But that is what a lot of people do is they go way back and go, hey, I actually want to hear uh, Ravian Cameron and Randy's and Courtney's and whoever's mm-hmm. thoughts on Star Wars The Last Jedi. Wow. And they'll go way back. Damn. So it's really, really That's cool. That's cool. Uh, and then GMB777 says, I would not call myself a nerd but by nerding out standards, but I love hearing Ravy, Cameron, Randy, and Courtney talk about all things nerdy. I especially like the interviews is a good show and a fun listen. Okay, Thank cool. you for the reviews, everybody. Appreciate that. Thank you so really much. Fun. Also, give us a follow, Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerdin' Out on Instagram. So today, me and Cam talking about Boba Fett Chapter 3. Yes. Directed again by Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. I believe he directs three of the Boba Fetts, or is yeah. it five? Uh, it's, it's it's a... I think it's five. I think it's five, and too. And then there's three one-offs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, definitely, it's got a Robert Rodriguez feel. 
Yeah, without a doubt. Which is great. For sure. Which is great. With the casting, too. Yeah, Danny. Which is fun. <laughs> good friend Danny Trejo. Good, good old Danny Trejo shows up. That's never a bad thing. No, I don't think so. That is never a bad thing, but we open up at Jabba's Palace with a briefing from 88, who is now my favorite droid. Yeah, he rocks. And why is that, Ray? Why is it uh, your favorite droid? Because he's voiced by Matt Berry. Ah, interesting. Who ha- I have sexual proclivities for. I don't... <laughs> I would I would challenge uh, anybody that said they do not really have sexual whatever you said towards him <laughs> proclivities. Is that the right word? That's what I used. I yeah. mean, I think I do towards Matt Bear. Of course, is it the voice? It's the voice, just the general demeanor. Yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a whole thing. I just want to spend a lot of time with Matt Barry. Yeah. And I uh, assume it would eventually lead to the bedroom. You know what it is too. I mean, obviously, one would hope. <laughs> But I think, uh, I think, I mean, I don't know Matt on a personal level. I think I can call him Matt. I think um, so. But I feel like you and I would really get along with him. I think so. He seems like an old soul, similar to how you and I are. I feel like he likes the slowed down parts of life. And I We're feel like we could all. We're just putting all this on Matt Barry. Look, <laughs> Matt, all you have to do is pick up the phone, man. Let's get with Matt's people. Can you hear me, Matt Barry? And just five minutes. That's it. Five minutes with Matt. And then it becomes a lifelong friendship. I feel like he could teach us things about life. You finally watched Toast of London. Yeah. Which he I'm is. In, I'm uh, in the, the middle of. of the series three. Yes. As they call it. It's very good stuff. It's. I wish it would land on a streaming service. I. It was on Netflix for the longest for time. For a super long time. Netflix dumped it late last year. Yeah. And so now I'm stuck on YouTube and they're not the best. It'll come back. It'll come back to something. But it's these things always do like when anytime something leaves uh, a streaming service, it pops up somewhere else. It is a crazy fun show, though. It's so good. It I I like British sitcoms. I like British television They're in general. Super out, out there and weird and and silent. And quiet. I feel like yeah, no stupid laugh tracks. Obviously, no. I feel like the BBC just gives them carte blanche to do. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's jokes that on paper, like if yeah. you were reading some of this stuff, it's like, that's not funny on paper. It's just when you execute it. The one of my favorite British shows of all time did have a laugh track. What? Abfab. What is it? Absolutely fabulous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did have laugh tracks. Well, every now and then it, it works. It wasn't perfect. It, it did work for that show. You know? Because that show was just beyond absurd. It's The laugh track works when it's not being used to force the audience mm, to laugh. That's true. It's like, you know how sometimes uh, censoring something is funnier than hearing the curse word? Yeah. Laugh tracks can be used in that way, but oftentimes they're right. just used to fill the silence. To like make you, oh, that Think was, that it's funny. I, I for, <laughs> oh, that was fun. All right, that was a rabbit hole. Look, that's what we do. <laughs> Don't so send us emails. We, I know, we've been criticized for it by one person. But we've been, it happened because Matt Barry is voicing 88, the uh, right. robot. And I love it. I do too. So he has like this intro in the beginning. He's explaining to Boba and Fennec that when Jabba died, Bib Fortuna took over. Different little territories went to like little different crime people. I appreciated this That you hadn't much. really heard of before. This section went to this person. Yeah. Bib was not a uh, powerful person. But he was the mayor's lapdog. Yeah. 
And he just, he operated on everybody kind of being confused about one another. Right. Yeah. Uh, Then we get a visit from Stephen Root. Stephen Root. (laughs) Do you have a favorite, uh, we'll go off on tangent again, a favorite Stephen Root? Um, I don't, I mean, I think the one that immediately comes to mind is from Office Space. Right. But he's, he's one of these guys who, like, I first saw him in Office Space. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, dodgeball, sure. And then I, I, it's like I see him in every other movie now. When I think of Stephen Root, honestly, the first thing I think about is King of the Hill. Okay. And I think maybe because I'm such a big homer for King of the Hill. Yeah. And then now, I think about Barry. Barry, yeah, uh, Barry. He he was also the dad in, uh, unless I'm severely mistaken, but I'm pretty. I think I'm 95% sure he was the dad in the Transformers movies with Shia LaBeouf. I'll have to trust you on that. He, Never seen it. He is in just so much stuff. I think he is a pretty, that would, if I was still an actor, mm-hmm. that would kind of be the goal. To uh, just be Stephen constantly working. Right. The people who you want to be kind of aware of you are mm-hmm. aware of you. And then he, I, he probably has a great life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Much he's like not, Matt Barry. He's not doing like these, these, appearances all the time and I don't know, right, he probably yeah. has a home life. Yeah. He can probably go to the grocery store. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think that's the kind yeah. of the sweet spot. Well, he shows up as a guy from Tatooine who's pissed and he tells Boba about it. A street gang of insolent youths has been stealing my inventory. Now, this never happened under the other daimyos and I am insulted on your behalf. <laughs> and your inventory is... Water. Yes, I broker sales on behalf of the vapor farmers, yes. I grew up surrounded by water. Well, Tatooine was once completely covered with water. It, it's fascinating, actually. And what is this gang? Yeah. Well, they are half man, half machine. They modify their bodies with droid parts to make themselves even more deadly. I, I beseech you, Lord Vett. Rid the streets of Mosespa of this scourge, and I will double my tribute to him. Will ya? Okay. Look at, he was on news radio. Oh, well, there, yeah. That That's is, what I mean. That, is a gr- that was a great sitcom right there. Yeah. Oh, brother, where art thou? Mm-hmm. Get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played one of the... The yep. bad mm-hmm. white people and get out. Uh, apparently, he was on Succession. Yep. Boardwalk Empire, True Blood. Mm-hmm. Stephen Root's killing it. A hell of a career. Yeah. And he is just getting started by all intents and purposes. <laughs> so, Boba Fett, okay, he's going to take this guy up on this. He's going to go looking for what we have dubbed the rest of the way Scooter Gang. Look, I love Scooter Gang. First of all, the scooters rule. <laughs> right. Second of all, I love the outfits. Sure. We got some interesting fashion happening. Mm-hmm. I don't and, know what kind of cyborg stuff they're doing to each other. And they all but have modifications. I, I mean, look, it, it seems weird on the surface, but maybe it rules. Maybe having a robotic arm would actually be kind of a cool thing in the Star Wars universe. Okay. Because they're super usable. And sometimes I think a robotic arm would be super usable just sitting here right now talking to you. Yeah, I know. But I mean, in the Star Wars world, one can turn into a sword or potentially a lightsaber. Sure. I think that's pretty A life-saving lightsaber. So Boba Fett finds the uh, scooter gang. Mm -hmm. 
they kind of are up in his face, like, this guy's charging us too much for water. There's no work. We're not happy. So Boba says, well, come work for me then. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And uh, Stephen Root is not pleased about that. What do they owe you? 1,300 credits. For water. 1,300 credits. Give them 500. What? They owe 1,300. I heard you the first time. Take the 500 and consider it resolved. If you want to continue to do business in my territory. If you don't like it, you can move to Moss Eisley. Fine. And cut your prices. The rest of you gather up your gack, follow me. Gather your gack. Gather your gack. That's like one of those phrases that I feel like my friend's parents used to say. (laughs) What is all this gack? Clean up this gag. And so that's when the credits roll. Yeah. And um, we're back, end up back in the tank. I like where we're going with this, though. Okay. Boba is forming this band of misfits. Yes. And I think ultimately that will lead to his version of success on Tatooine. It's not so much you know, ruling out of fear. I mean, he said this in the last episode. Mm-hmm. He rules based on respect, right? not fear. And I think that respect is going to bring in people from all over the freaking place. And I think, because Fennec Shan says it more than once in the series so far, this is going to be his family. Yeah. And I think it will be. Because he's never really had one. Django died when he was just a child. Right. And I mean, he's run with different groups Growing up, I mean, he was with, he was in that, like, what was that, a Stormtrooper Academy or something when he was younger, and then he ran with a bunch of bounty hunters. Yeah. So he's run with groups. Obviously, we've seen him with the Sam people now. Right. He's he's found a way in these different groups to assimilate. Assimilate right in there. But he's now forming his his own own family. Right. It's interesting. Uh, So- I'll be in it. He dreams of Camino. He sees his father going off in so Slave One. What do we think this what's the uh significance of that specific moment? Because oh, I, I kept thinking to myself, we've seen that at least twice, if not three times yeah, now. I think we've seen it in every episode. Are we meant to just get that sense of separation uh, yeah, over of and like over loneliness again? Loneliness and Or is that I an event? I don't necessarily think it's an event. Okay. Unless he was flying off to go get Han Solo. Yeah. No, no, couldn't have been that. That's way later. I think it could have been flying Boba to Geonosis. That, that's Boba that goes to get, yes, Django, maybe. But it is, Bo- by the way, that is really confusing. Yeah. Sometimes I get caught in that same loop because the Boba T- Django. Tomorrow played both of them. Right. So yeah. it's a little bit odd at times. The whole Star Wars timeline, I feel like we need an, uh, a feature on Disney Plus where you can pause it. Mm-hmm. and it'll show you, like, where in the timeline you currently are. 
Was Django part of that whole speeder fight that's at the beginning of the second movie? Part of the speeder fight. Remember that speeder chase, remember, and they end up putting in like a dart in that one bounty hunter. Oh, yeah. He he was not... Was Django part He of was that? like super far away in that at one point. So he was mi- watching it happen. Right. He, he hired... He hired the bounty hunter that got the caught. The changeling that got yeah. caught, yeah. So maybe he was off to do that? It's possible. Or maybe he was just going to the store. Possibly. You know? There's a lot of things you couldn't get on Camino. The water store. <laughs> the, yeah, that's where you got to go on Camino, to the water store. <laughs> <laughs> so just that little brief dream of Camino, so seeing his dad off again. And then we see him uh, on a bantha. Your favorite form of travel. These freaking things, let me tell you. On a bantha, he's leaving. It's le- easier to walk. <laughs> he's Just le- walk. It's sand, though. It's never easier to walk in sand. I guess, but these things are slower than shit. He's leaving the sand people, his tribe, because he's going to go off to uh, Moss Eisley looking for the pikes. As we saw in last week's episode, the pikes are going to have to pay for the privilege of navigating yeah. the sand people's territory. Uh, I like going through there. We see those stormtroopers' heads on the sticks, mm-hmm. like you see in the Mandalorian, and you see the Mandalorian's mechanic, yeah, Amy Sedaris, and the three droids. and her three little helper droids off in the things. background. And like you said, nice touch, nice touch. But you know what? If here's the thing that I feel like they're nailing, and John Favreau, mm-hmm. and obviously Dave Filoni, but John Favreau has done this both in the Marvel universe and in the Star Wars universe. There are nods. That you either will see or not see, but it makes no significance. Didn't affect the story whatsoever. You can still understand the story. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think those are just a nod to the audience being smart. Yeah. And I enjoy those. Nice touch. Nice touch, John. So uh, here is Boba Fett. He is meeting with the head pike. I've spoken with my superiors on Obadiah, and they are unwilling to pay protection to more than one party. We are one party. I'm collecting on behalf of the Tuscans of the Dune Sea. The Kentan Striders have already collected protection money for the same territory you lay claim to. You don't have to pay that speed or bike gang. We far outnumber them. The sands have belonged to the Tuscans since the oceans dried. We are happy to do business with either party, but we do not want to be taken advantage of by paying protection to both. I'm sure you understand. I will resolve this. You will not hear from the Nikto Sandriders again. We look forward to our partnership. Okay. So we've seen these guys who I'm calling the speeder bike baddies. Yeah. Now the speeder bike baddies were basically robbing that moisture farmer that we saw in episode one and they have their little... Sig- insignia uh-huh. that they paint that looks like a J and an L back to back. And they're the ones that Boba beat up last week. Oh, right. And stole their speeders. Yeah. Yeah. So they're speeder par- bike baddies. I guess they're still pissed about that. Yeah. Clearly. They're dicks. So uh, Boba goes back via Bantha. So about a week later, he ends up back <laughs> at his camp with the sand people. And it is decimated. They're it's all gone. completely burned out. It really reminded me of when Anakin killed all the sand people in yeah. Attack of the Clones. That's how he left their camp. Yeah. 
And but I, here's what I love about it: mm-hmm. two very different feelings, kind of the same moment. Two very different feelings. When you're That's watching Anakin do it. Because it's the sla- slaughter of sand people. Right. But in both cases. But when you're watching Anakin, Anakin do it, you kind of think, okay, I kind of get it. Fully justified. And in this case, you're like, wow, that's brutal and I'm sad. Yeah. So it, being able to change, I think, the audience's yeah. reaction, or at least my reaction, mm-hmm. that is a hell of a thing. Because I was thinking as we we're watching, am I really bummed out that sand people are dead? I know, it's weird. That is not a thing. That is a that's a but tough. But that is a thing. It totally is, and and that was a tough putt to humanize. Yeah, the Tuscan Raiders, but they did it. They did it really well. So he burns bodies. I swear to God, he didn't look like he was burning that many bodies. Maybe some people got away. Maybe some people got away, and also I don't think that there were too many. There of them weren't left. that many to I mean, begin with. I we, know we talked about that in episode two. That after so that, many got picked off encounter by with the train thing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, that actually sucked. Not good. I felt bad. And I'm, you know, going through my head, oh, these guys, like, would have taken down Luke Skywalker and who who knows what they would have done to him. Yeah. They captured Shmi, like you were saying last week. Right. Made her a slave to them. Mm-hmm. She escaped slavery, found a husband who she loved and loved her and ends up back in slavery. Yeah. And dies there. It's. I mean, it's it, two polar opposite ends so when, of the spectrum. Yeah, when Anakin slaughtered them, ha, did not care. Right. So just as your, this was great, because you're sucked into this feelings moment. Yeah. You are feeling the feels. Yeah. You're not sure what Boba's going to do. Of course, he's going to end up going after the speeder bike baddies and slaughter those assholes. I hope so. And I think that's where I thought the show was going. But, oh, no. He gets ripped out of the tank. By the Wookiee, Chris Santon. See, okay. Wah! Just going to throw this out there. Woo! Boba, you need to have heightened security, my friend. Didn't we if say that? If you go into the, the freaking back to tank. That the tank looked unguarded last yes, week? Yes, yes. And it makes me a nervous wreck. Every time that we've seen the tank, that he goes in the tank, every time we've seen the shot of his face in he's the in tank. in deep dreams. I just assume he's going to be attacked. <laughs> and it finally happened, and it just justifies my paranoia. Well, it sure did. Because they said, you know, well, it was the huts that told him, beware, sleep lightly. Yeah. You and don't they made sleep good on lightly that. when you're in the back tank. You they made go. good on it. They do. What a fight between Boba and the Wookiee. And like you're saying, where is everybody? Because <laughs> it took security a hundred years to get there. And when they did, it was the scooter gang. <laughs> it's the scooter gang that shows up first. <laughs> the gal stabs the Wookiee. Just a flesh wound. Nothing. So the Wookiee kicking the scooter gang's ass. Oh, yeah. It's like kicking Boba Fett's one. ass. Doesn't matter. Eventually, Jabba's green dudes show up. The pig guys. <laughs> Big, green pigs. <laughs> so the green pigs are there. They're trying to... Wookiee's killing everybody. Yeah, you know what's interesting is... I feel like we've talked about how Wookiees are dangerous. Yeah. And Han Solo warned several people mm-hmm. in the OG movies, the OG trilogy, careful, rip your face off, basically. Right, right. And you kind of, I mean, we all kind of see Chewie as this Big, kind of soft, lovable, lovable guy. carpet, right? And this could not be more of the opposite. I mean, I, 
you really get the sense that this guy can tear your face off and he's biting into people. Yeah. That, that is <laughs> terrifying. Wookies don't rip your, or Wookies will rip the, your arm out of your socket. Yeah. And they lose. Yeah. Oh. Uh, finally, where the hell was Fennec taking a dump? I was wondering that. I. It took Fennec Shand forever to get there. I'm a little sus on Fennec. I think we're set up to be a little bit sus because forever. Where was she? I don't think that Fennec is in Boba's family at the end of the series, at, mm. at the end of season one. Okay. Because two very different, and I think this the dinner scene where they're eating mm-hmm. kind of shows that. Two very different motivations. It's, uh, she finally gets there and opens the Rancor pit. And uh, Chris Santon eventually, like, slips down in there. After she throws a dagger in his hand. <laughs> right, exactly. Ow. But I definitely noted that, that it took her, she was last to the party. Yeah, 100%. She's supposed to be his bodyguard. Yeah, she's not doing a great job. No, no. She's, she's supposed to be the bodyguard and, in a lot of cases, the muscle, and she's not muscling. No. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So far, she's been a big fat fail. She's pulling punches and she's working for somebody else. And I feel like every piece of advice she gives him, he ignores. Yeah. So maybe she's, for getting, a good reason. Maybe she's getting annoyed. I don't know. Okay. I, but I want to like Fennec. Sure. But right now, I'm just totally sus on her. Super sus. Well, they... You know what there's not a shortage of on Tatooine? What? Dinner for the daimyo. Yes. There's so much food there. <laughs> Where does it come from? <laughs> I don't know. Also, why? There's only two people eating. Right, exactly. And you brought out a Thanksgiving turkey. Where's the scooter gang? <laughs> oh Thanksgiving meal for like three years. For lunch. Uh, look, if he's saying to the robe, uh, the droid, uh, enough food. Yeah. We've got. I'm like, who's turning down food? And then they show you the table. Oh. Guess they got. Uh, <laughs> it's just the two of them. I guess they have uh, plenty of stuff, and they have a little discussion. I need to respond. Everyone is watching, waiting for me to make the next move. Have some food. I have to send a message. You already did. They sent Chrysanthemum to kill you, and now he's locked up in your dungeon. I say. You wait for them to show their hand. These are huts. Waiting will only give them another opportunity to strike again. Pardon the interruption, Master. <laughs> what is it? 
The twins are here. They have brought a gift. All right. The twins. The twins are back. Twins are back, and we were going to find out what that gift is right after this on the BobaCast. So, you know, Ray, we have a lot of friends in the podcast community. Our friends at the Marvelous Nerdcast. Absolutely. Zach and Emily. A lot mm-hmm. of people starting podcasts, some about nerd stuff like us, some right. about... You name it. Could be pickles. It could be pickles. Could be cars. It could be just general pop culture. Doesn't matter, but a lot of people mm-hmm. want to know how to get started and what are the best things to use. And we cannot recommend enough podcorn.com. Podcorn.com, the best resource. They will be your new best friend if you're a podcaster. They will connect you with companies that want to advertise. You can connect with other podcasters. Mm-hmm. You can hop on. Say something like nerding out, promote your podcast, work together. It's a really easy to use platform and it gives power to you, the creator. Right. It's about sharing resources. It's not all about we're out here and we're just floundering alone. That's right. Don't flounder alone. Stop floundering. Go to podcorn.com. You've got your pickles podcast. That's right. And you want the people to know about it. And hey, it wouldn't hurt if you got paid to do it. It sure wouldn't. Go to podcorn.com today. Now, last week, Cameron, you were trying to suggest that the Hut twins are one body. Well, I wasn't trying to suggest. Like if they were conjoined. I just wasn't sure. You're trying to. You were putting the conjoined out there. I like was you really it wanted there. it. I don't want to say I you wanted really it. You really wanted it. I just it. thought that it was possible given what we saw. That being said. You were taking a hard line for conjoined. Yeah, I wanted it. <laughs> Bad. Are you on team not conjoined I'm, on, I'm officially on team separation. <laughs> team separation. Team, these are two different hut individuals. Yeah, this is not the movie Stuck on You <laughs> with Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear. This is... Their own, their own twins. Wow. The fact that you pulled that reference out of the ether. Yeah. How about that movie? Remember that movie? I remember the <laughs> marketing campaign for that movie. I don't <laughs> think that I saw it. Oh. Was that a Farrelly Brothers? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> that sounds about I right. I remember the marketing. And I remember the marketing telling me. This is not the movie for you. I mean, I think you're probably right about that, but it, it goes in the same pile for me as Pluto Nash. <laughs> no way! I, I you watch Stuck on You. I don't, I don't watch it all the time, but it's definitely At a, least a terrible a movie year? that I that I love to watch. Really? Yeah, I can honestly say I've never falls seen in that it. same bucket. But I would I would totally go for a spinoff with the with the Hut Twins <laughs> if they wanted to join up. But yeah, I think they're separated. I don't think they're part of the same body. What okay good because that's what I said that they were different. You did. What um what would be a worse mode of transportation, bantha or litter? Um, bantha. Bantha is still the worst because okay. on with the litter you can at least lay down. There's snacks okay. that are being provided to you. <laughs> uh, there's other people to talk to. Sure. Yeah. 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 The bantha is just this hairy beast yeah. that walks at a snail's pace. And probably really reeks. Probably smells. Probably and is really reeks. Pooping every five feet. <laughs> no thanks. So the twins show up, twins not conjoined, and uh, apologize to Boba. And they bring him a gift. And that gift is a new ranker. 
Yeah, how about a rancor that? for the uh, for the pit. I definitely thought that that thing was going to rip somebody's face off. <laughs> and uh, it comes along with a rancor trainer, proudly played by Danny Trejo. Danny Mother F and Trejo. Uh, how do you feel about? I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about there being more and more recognizable people in the Star Wars universe? That's a, Does it pull you out of it a little bit? That's a great question. Um, uh, I know my answer. Uh, I I am not bothered by it because I think yes, there are recognizable figures, mm-hmm. but I think they're all B list. My so my my take on it is currently it does not super bug me. You're right. But it could get to a point where it, it, it does. Okay. I think so far the casting has been a good balance. Like a Steven Root shows up, that's delightful. Right. Jennifer Beals is the one working the right. that's delightful. Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris is the mechanic. Perfect choice. Right. I, I love all these all these people. And okay. I think it's the appropriate amount of star power. But if we're watching and all of a sudden you know, Tom Cruise is in like Sarah Brad Roger, Pitt shows up, or uh, mm-hmm. even somebody like uh, a Brian Cranston. I'd Ooh. be like, "Hang on, what?" I don't know. So I, I think they're they're nailing it so far, but it's dangerous territory because okay, for a lot of people, myself included, kind of the appeal of a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away is you don't mm-hmm. recognize any of these people, right? I get it. You know? I also think um, it's the directors and the writers casting people they genuinely like. For sure. And I think... And that's why I don't have a problem with it. Right. And I think that's why so far I don't have a problem with it. I mean, Robert Rodriguez loves Danny Trejo. Yeah. I well, I got Spy Kids vibes. I half expected to see the Spy Kids (laughs) popping out. You might. You might. I thought for a second, are they part of the Scooter Gang? Oh. You know? Okay. And we just didn't recognize them? It's possible. Was Antonio Banderas somewhere? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, that is a good question. Like, oh, well, well, who's the guest star of the week? You know, that right. type of thing. There's been a lot so far. Sure. There's been a lot so far. But it is interesting that in the book of Boba Fett, most of them older. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, not a lot of young people. Not which a lot is of young of, hotness. Which is kind of refreshing. I like that. I am definitely fine with that. They gave me Matt Barry. Right. They can do no wrong in this. I'll take live action Matt Barry too. I would he love play some another character. Action Matt Barry. So uh, the twins, not conjoined, tell Boba Fett that the mayor has promised Jabba's territory to someone. Right. And so they're giving up. They're like, it is not worth a fight. It's not worth starting a war. We're out. Did you and do you believe them? I do. I do too. I do. I wasn't in that moment. But the way the episode played out, I believe them. And I believe when the Huts say it's bad for business. Yeah. I believe 100% that they mean that when they say that. Because at the end of the day, they just want to make money. They just want to have power and they want to make money. And they just want to sit there and eat. And they need a tremendous amount of snacks for that litter. (laughs) They need snack money. Uh, (laughs) They're like, dude, you should pull out too. Yeah. Pull up steaks and get the hell out of here. Yeah. So it must be bad. Yeah. Uh, they also told him that he could have Chrysanthemum. They gave him the Wookiee here. <laughs> and so Boba basically advises the Wookiee, watch out who you get involved with. 
And I think the Wookiee's going to be part of the family. I, th- I think of it. Sure. We'll see him again. He went running off. He's coming back. He didn't go far. Yeah. I don't think you bring Chrysanthemum in for that. Right. An attack on Boba, and then he's just free to go. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I think he'll play a bigger role and Not- be a part of the family. You think he and tear up- somebody else's face Does off? Does he take Fennec Shan's place in the family? I could a hundred percent see that, a hundred percent. I was already thinking about it when we were watching the episode. Yeah, Fennec is so uh, in a weird area of my mind currently. <laughs> I don't, I don't trust her. I kind of look. I like the character a lot. Mm-hmm. We've seen her in other stuff, but she's starting to piss me off. She's all every place we've seen her. Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Bad Batch. Bad Batch. She's always been a out for herself character. Yeah. So I think that she'll align when it's convenient. And yes, I think she feels like she owes Boba Fett. She told the Mandalorian he saved her life, mm-hmm. and so I believe she it will align with him while it suits her purposes. Right. But somebody else might have a better deal coming down the line. Possibly the Pikes. And that tracks for Fennec, I think. I think so, too. That's a Fennec track. Uh, so now we've got this Rancor. And we've got a Rancor trainer. And so uh, Boba talks with uh, the trainer about it. Why does it just lie there? It's depressed. This beast can feel such things. Rancor are emotionally complex creatures. Why does it wear blinders? This one is a calf. It was bred from champions for fighting. I saved this one for myself to train. It imprints on the first human it sees. Now that we arrived, I will begin its training. Can I? Yes, go ahead. They're quite peaceful and less threatened. So, are we to believe that this calf has had blinders on like its whole life? That, I think, is what we're supposed to believe. Okay. Because he says there, once these blinders come off, the first human he sees, that's the imprint. I will not, for a second, trust this thing. (laughs) Do you see the way that it looks? I did, but he went up, he petted it. I was like, oh, sweet little sweetie, wee, okay, little baby, wavy being, rancor. This is just me being paranoid. Okay. I really thought Danny Trejo was going to be like, attack! Right when he went oh, up to yeah. pet him <laughs> for some reason. He didn't. I think it's okay, okay at this point. But I don't care how friendly you tell me a rancor is. Mm-hmm. Not touching it. Let alone riding it. That's which, a, that is the goal of Boba. Where do you even ride it? On its neck? I, I, we'll find out. Do we attach some sort of basket? It's going to be happening. Oh, yeah. It's for sure going to happen. It's for sure going to happen. And then Danny Trejo made reference to the Witches of Dathomir who would yeah. ride Rancors. The There's witches, that Dave Filoni influence. Yeah. Witches of Dathomir. Dathomir being the planet that gave us Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. That's so, that was so great. The Witches of Dathomir, anytime they would show up in... They were, were they in both clones and rebels? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anytime they would show up, that was a good episode. Yeah, that was a great episode. I would love some mall action. You know that all that stuff, uh, Asajj Ventress, 
was from Dathomir as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I loved. Asajj. There's a lot of great friendly people from <laughs> Dathomir. One of my big. It's not an issue. Uh, one of my big disappointments of the Star Wars universe is that Asajj Ventress died in a comic or a book. Mm -hmm. She didn't die on screen. Yeah. And I just thought Ventress was great. She was so great. Yeah. And then betrayed by Count Dooku. He didn't want to do dicks. it, but the Emperor made him. I, did, I am happy that we got to see uh, things play out with Darth Maul in the last season of Clone Wars. <sighs> That was super powerful stuff. Ooh. Oh, that was great. Never did I think I'd be like sympathetic towards Darth freaking Maul. This is what this is what Disney Plus Star Wars is doing to it us. It really is. It's expanding the universe and it's giving you different perspectives. It is. And I love it. This is oh it's not God. black and white. It's right. not light and dark. And that's because that's harder to do. With Star Wars. Much harder. Than Marvel. It's much easier to shades of gray your Marvel characters. Exactly. But think about George Lucas and what he presented in 1977. Oh, yeah. It was a black and white world. The origins are very yeah, much light and dark. Black no and white. Yeah. in between. No. But the in between. Choose your side. That's where the meat is. That's where the juice is. Give me. I want more juice. That's the bone marrow that I'm <laughs> sipping and loving. That's the juice. And it has it's surrounded and I'm by shooting it everywhere. It's surrounded by white lightsabers <laughs> and dark sabers and give me a purple saber. Give me I'll take a purple. Yeah. <laughs> so Boba Fennec and uh, the Scooter Gang. It's time to go see the mayor because Matt Barry interrupts the fucking mayor by the, the way. The petting of the Rancor and the bonding with the Rancor because they take the blinders off and the Rancor sees Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. So now Boba is his mother. His, his mother. <laughs> but Matt Barry interrupts all that and says, you can't get an appointment with the mayor for 20 days. Okay. So now they got to go into town again. Boba, Fennec, Scooter Gang, go to try to see the mayor. We're here to see the mayor. We have a few questions for him. Yes, indeed. Uh, unfortunately... Mayor Mokshai's uh, schedule is a bit complicated, un unfortunately, as I recall. If you wish to continue breathing, I advise you to weigh your next words carefully. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, I may be able to rearrange some of the appointments that aren't as time sensitive as yours. Uh, so if you'll excuse me, I'll see what I'm able to do. That was a bit heavy handed, don't you think? Do you want the appointment or not? Did he just lock the door? <laughs> so yes, the mayor's assistant locks the door and runs out of there. So then the chase is on. He is in a speeder and the scooter gang goes after him. I was trying to think of what, uh, who the mayor or who the mayor's assistant reminds me of. I know. I, cause I looked at this guy's Dave Pasqueasley, yeah. Squeezy or something. I think he reminds me. I don't really me, recognize him from anything. He reminds me of the Dean from Community. Oh, kind of. And <laughs> he reminds me of basically. Jim Rash. The guy that 
basically every guy that played a teacher or a principal in every mm. Disney Channel show, okay, Nickelodeon show, this kind of zany teacher right. type. Okay. The um the chase between the scooter gang and him had a few questionable shots, I thought. There's a few odd things in there. Like just like odd CGI. You know what it reminded me of is if you watch the first couple Harry Potters uh, when they okay. were doing the majority of the broom stuff on green screen. Okay. And wires. Yeah. It looked very similar to that. And it's hard for me to believe that they ran out of good CGI money. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's there was a just lot a of couple of like questionable shots in there. I think what happened is they, what it seems like is they, they meant to use a certain amount of practical effects. It didn't go the way that they had planned. Mm. And so they either had to use more CG than they originally originally wanted to, or the the opposite could have happened, mm. where they planned on too much CG and it just ended up kind of clunky. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things. I can't really harp on them. I mean, I'm not it. harping on it, but no, yes. No, not I, at all. When you see it, you're like, oh. It's definitely oh. noticeable. <laughs> yeah. It sticks out pretty pretty hard. Yeah. So they do catch up to him. We do get to see some of their cool body mods. Yeah. Like one has a crazy, like, robot leg. Yeah. Uh, another one, of course, has, like, the... like The eye. Eye. And, Very Borg-like yeah. from Star Trek. Yeah. That, so we were seeing some body mods on display in this chase. They finally catch him, and the mayor's assistant says that the mayor is not available because he's working with the pikes. The frickin' pikes. <sighs> so... And, and then there's a lot of them. You see at the end, a ton of them have landed on Tatooine. And they all have, I assume, very menacing voices. A ton of them. Yeah. And basically, Boba tells Fennec they're going to have to go to war with the bikes. This is what the uh, non-conjoined twins have bailed out of. Right. They're not interested in going up against the pikes. I think what will end up happening is, I mean, this is definitely going to be the the big battle. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I think uh, Boba will continue going around to these other families okay. and just starting to kind of pull people in and where it's going to culminate in this giant butting of heads. Yeah. Because as you said, 88 was talking about how this territory was split up right. after Jabba's death. So they're not going to want the Pikes to come take over that stuff either. No. So either some deal is going to be worked out or Boba will, Kind of rule all of it, or like he's supposed to. What's Fennec going to do? Fennec is uh, working for somebody else. I don't know. I'm very much convinced of it at this point. Yeah. Is she working for the remnants of Crimson Dawn? I could definitely see that. I could see that. I could see that she's working for the Pikes. Ooh, I wonder if Amelia Clark is in charge of Crimson Dawn now. She might be. That would be dope. <laughs> I mean, she was... Basically, she was working towards that in solo. It ended up being more so that yeah. direction, but yeah. you know that that would be that would be dope as hell. I would support that major A lister showing up in the yeah. book of Boba Fett. That would be awesome. Rip. Coming up on the next Nerd Now podcast, uh, we're going to talk about episode one of Peacemaker. Peacemaker. It debuts today. On HBO Max. That's not insane. It's January 13th on HBO Max. And Cameron, this is what I was thinking. Okay. So, Peacemaker drops. We're going to yeah. review that. Okay. And that anytime something drops by a creator that we're interested in, 
James Gunn, who wrote and directed most of them, will do an IMDb deep dive on James Gunn. That sounds great. Take a look at what's, awesome. what's in that catalog. That's perfect. Where he's been and now he's where he has ended up. Because so much of that, mm-hmm. we're going to be able to do that a billion times by the time the year is over. <laughs> right. <laughs> a billion IMDb deep dives. Yeah, so it'll be a Peacemaker review and a James Gunn IMDb deep dive coming up on the next Nerd and Out. And we have seen your suggestions. Cameron, you did a post. What do you like? What yeah. are you less crazy about? What would you like to hear more of on Nerd and Out? So we're going to talk about that in the coming weeks. One of the things that gets mentioned repeatedly is games. And we're going to have a fun one coming up for you. Ooh. Do you want to tease us with it? I'm working with our official game master, Emily, of the marvelous Nerdcast. She did the Harry Potter quiz. That was a great quiz. And so we're going to have a quiz coming up called Name That Character. Name That Character. That is very open-ended. Yeah. Well, that's (laughs) as much tease as you're going to get. Come on. (laughs) How many more episodes of Boba Fett? Uh, Let's see. That was six, isn't it? Nine episodes? I don't remember. I think it's nine episodes. Is it nine episodes? That's great news because usually there's like five and you're done. I think it's nine. I could be wrong. Let's see. Let's see if you would get a point for this. Maybe it's a billion. (laughs) How many episodes? The Book of Boba Fett. Okay. That says two. (laughs) That is wrong. That is wrong. It's more than two. I know that. Okay. My Googling abilities. If you let this theme go too long, you do hear my doorbell doorbell. at the end. (laughs) I'll wait for it. Okay. Because that was funny. In the meantime, we could do an IMDb deep dive on the Stuck on You cast. (laughs) I think it's it's time you watched, Rave. You're going to love it. Who else isn't Stuck on You? Uh... Oh, there it is. I'm sorry. I would tell you, but there's not enough time now. <laughs> That's the indication. We're out of time. See, look, how many episodes in the book of Boba Fett? That is, I can't see. It says two. All right. Well, I guess it's already I over. It's- <laughs> Bye, everybody. That was Nerding Out with Ravy. Remember to store this episode in a bag with an acid-free board and put your retainer in when you go to sleep. Until next time. This was a great nerd out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.